What up, though? Ledge here. You already know what it is. Expect the worst if you don't respect the best top-tier podcast. I am Ledge. Chill with me. This is being brought to you and sponsored by my guys at 420 Brand Clothing. Shop at 420brandclothing.com and get 10% off using my name, Ledge. Put it in all caps. You get 10% off of cool merch, man. You get gear for men and women, joggers, hoodies, sweaters, all the good shit. Check it out, 420brandclothing.com. My very special guest, man, is a guy who I've been kind of just watching develop and watching just, you know what I'm saying, outside of the battle rap world just cultivate a fan base that seems very, very in tune with everything he's doing. He's um he's not shy, not bashful. He's on social media, and he's embracing it and taking advantage of it in the right way. And as a battle rapper, man, he is he's a he's a force, man. Trust me, trust me. I've been watching. He is West Coast own Frack. Man, thank you what for joining up, my me. God. I appreciate the illustrious intro. You feel me? I also fuck with the uh, you got the weed sponsors and everything, man. This is a this is a real production over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Like, hey, I can hook you up, man. I can link you with them if you want. Uh, yes. Yeah, Where are you sure. from, man? I'm from yeah, Detroit, bro. Detroit. Ah, Detroit. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's legal over here now, so you know y'all got some company over there. Which which mile are you from? No mile. I'm not from no mile. <laughs> I'm not from no mile. I'm like I'm about fifteen, about good ten minutes away from seven mile though. That's the closest mile I'm near. Nice. Yeah, man. So it's yeah, it's been good, man. Like, have you you when the last time you been, you been to Detroit? I'm sure, right? No, I never have actually. There's a few cities in America I haven't been to that I hella want to go to. Detroit is one of them. Yeah, and it was it's crazy because I remember howling at you because you were supposed to be. And I don't know if you went or attended the Electric Force Festival out out oh, yeah, out of Detroit. Yeah, Did you go? Yeah, yeah, I performed at that festival. Yeah, I was trying to contact you, but I was working there. Like I was, I was like, I had a real legit job, and I was like trying to contact you. But first of all, the service out there sucked as far as internet service. So yeah, it did. <laughs> so I couldn't. Like, what day did that you perform? That shit was crazy, though. It was like, uh, like I'd never been to anything like that. It was like uh, its own world out there. But I performed every day um, as part of the Tourette's Without Regrets uh, kind of thing. So they would do like circus and burlesque and like uh comedy and shit and then i would come in and do freestyling and freestyle battles based on the whatever the crowd wanted me to freestyle on and then uh saturday night i had my own set so i could do uh some, some music as well got to meet uh shaba and um oh what's her name that fire ass rapper girl uh uh not not Kira wax from philly there were some other super fire rappers on there too but uh it was that shit was an experience man i felt like i was in a new universe out there yeah man i hey, you're welcome to come we yeah we hold that every year so yeah it's like a really big deal for everybody like that's like one of my favorite events that we do so yeah man i wish i would have you know found a way to, to come around your your area at your stage and shit but now nah, i'm just it was hilarious because we were doing freestyle battles for all these crowds of people who had never seen like a rap battle you know what i mean it was just a bunch of white girls in spandex like tripping on molly and acid and shit and yeah. uh, it was blowing their mind because they didn't understand how we were freestyle dissing each other especially like using like current events and shit from the electric forest so everyone was just like dude freestyle battling for drug addicts or not drug addicts, but people on drugs. Yeah. Is like 
more gas than you'll get than in a PG. You know what I mean? There's gas in the room because everyone's like, whoa, how are they doing that, bro? This is going extra crazy off of super reg shit. Like you, I know, you, like were you, were you? I know you were like, it's a, it's a chill event. You weren't giving them like your best shit. You was giving them some Reggie, like you. Yeah, well, it, it, I was giving them that DNA at the BET Awards. You know what I mean? Nothing. <laughs> not, I know nothing, exactly what you mean. Just that you know, shit that you know will get it. like just. I was catering everything to a bunch of white people on drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah, da, 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 super pander. Like, you was just super pander. <laughs> that's a fact. I, that's smart. I would do that all the time, too, man. So, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself again. Yeah, for anybody who's listening don't know what you're talking about, Electric Forest Festival, big-time festival. Uh, I guess you can call it hippie-centric. I guess I don't know, but... You know, I seen some brothers and sisters there. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Some brothers and sisters there. Shout out to my peoples. You know what I'm saying? So we was in there, but no, nah, it's a fun uh, experience. It gets better at nighttime. I don't know if you attended like all of the um, yeah. bonfires and shit yeah. like that. Man, I got yeah. stories. It was actually pretty shout. diverse. Yeah, it was pretty diverse. Now that I think about it, I just think the uh, the whites tended to flock to the uh, what the fuck was it? We were performing in the chapel. So it was like this, like chapel in the middle of the forest. Um, but yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that shit was crazy, man. Yo, before we get into the battle rap, I want to just kind of just focus on your music, man. Um, I was listening to you. I want to say last year. Um, I don't know if the project came out last year, but it was like LimeWire '03 or some shit. Was that? that yep, Yeah, dog. Like, so I was listening to that shit, and like, I was like, yo, he's rapping really well. But he's also like got I don't even, I don't even know the, the proper musician terms, but it got some musicality to it. Like it's not just you mm-hmm. rapping well; it's like you know when to. All right, I done said enough. They know I I got skills, but let me show them I can form a song. Like I can I can compose an actual formatted song. Like has that always been a thing with you? Like is that natural, or did you have to work at that? Like some people, you know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good point. Like, honestly, I think Battle Rap helped me in that development, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, How so? It's like, I'll, I'll explain it like this. Like, most Battle Rappers, you listen to their music, and this is changing because I don't think this stereotype still is true today, but overall, still for a good deal of it, you hear Battle Rappers, they rap like they're in a battle, you know? They're talking about headshot bow, or they're, they rap into their invisible haters. Or, like, on the more grind-timey side, they're doing a million fucking multis in a way that's just, like, super nerdy-sounding and you're not talking about anything. Um, And before I started doing battle rap, I wouldn't say my music was like that. I was always a bit more musical just because of the way I was raised. But I was doing more, like, lyrical miracle shit. And it's almost like when I started doing battle rap, um, I was able to have an avenue where I could show, prove that I could rap. You know what I mean? To, To have that lane where he's like, all right, this is this is me rapping my ass off. You know what I mean? And then when I came to the music, there's no more chip on the shoulders to have to prove that to anyone. And it's just all about making a good song, something that's actually listenable, something that women will dance to, not something that a bunch of dudes will bob their head to, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think having battle rap as an avenue kind of made me distinguish my music and made me focus on it just as music. Mm. So with that being said, when you, when you was putting together this, this project, LineWire 03, like, get it, you know, definitely cop it and check it out, like, it's, it's worthwhile. When you was getting that, were you making a conscious effort to, I guess, not to to stay away from those stereotypes as far as just, 
you know, like you said, the bow, the head shots or trying to come up with an intricate punch, you know, was you just focused right. on a body of work and like, what was, what's the meaning? I know line wire three for those who are just like young as fuck might know, but what's the, the grand concept of the album? If there's one. Yeah, I'm focusing on, uh, I'm not trying to catch a body. It's the body of work. You feel me? Don't be on here being smooth like that, dog. We do that. <laughs> no, that's, my that's bad. fine. Yeah, my bad. I'll too. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that's, that's absolutely true. It's like, uh, and, and with this next project I'm dropping is even more so that it's just like kind of focusing on less lyricism. And, and, and I mean, I think it's still lyricism, right? Like writing right. a good hook is being lyrical in a way, you know what I mean? But just focusing on staying away from the tropes and like creating a vibe first, if you know what I mean. And um, yeah, Limar 03, the concept is kind of uh, just about the internet era and how things have changed since um, and how everything is accessible now. So in a way, it's kind of a concept album. Every song has to do with uh, um, the way, uh, you know, the social media era and the way like everything being so quick and accessible affects um, in general, just like the way we perceive, whether it's like romantic relationships, whether it's uh, like gentrification and like things in physical spaces, or whether it's even just like the way, like, like delusional rapper, that song, just like the way we portray ourselves as artists, everything's kind of tied to that. Nice. And, and with that, with your, with that album, cause I feel like it, it was successful cause I've seen people like tweet about it or, like make reference to it like on my end and i'm all the way over here i'm on in the midwest so i'm like damn people okay i'm not tripping because i don't sometimes people are like very i guess the word is protective when they find somebody like a gym you know what i'm saying they'd be like oh like i don't want to share this this newfound artist right, right. like people are very territorial but nah i was like i hope people like get in tune and they started doing so when did you get the whole like oh he's not just a battle rapper from your peers. Like did, did your peers start taking you more serious musically to the point where they started reaching out for features and things like that? Right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the thing about it is I started music way before I was a battle rapper, you know what I mean? Mm. So like, that's always been my focus. Like since I'm 14, I've been making music. So it's like battle rap. I joined, I, I got into battle rap as a little side dish to, to like, to, uh, you know, help promote the music. Um, <laughs> But I did notice that, like, after after I put out LimeWire 03 and started putting out videos, I kind of made, like, a, a movie for it. So every song ended up having a music video. Um, so when I did that, it's like my peers in the battle rap game started taking notice, especially, too, because I throw really big shows in the Bay Area. Like, pretty often I throw functions, like, every other month, month where a lot of people come. So guys, like, <laughs> pass and um you know reverse live fredo uh dudes from the bay area were coming and performing on my shows and kind of word spread from there and then i started fucking with i was actually i think the first person to ever do a music video with avocado on ruin your day um that delusional rapper song Mm, Um, that's a fire video too appreciate you man but yeah since then avocado's kind of been doing music videos with a lot of people so i think that helped too that i was kind of early on the train of like this guy is like a phenomenal director a talent like we should all be working with him as battle rappers to get our uh to get our music the treatment it deserves absolutely <laughs> absolutely um even i like the other video shit i think it's just called just 
I think it's called that, right? With shit, yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. like that. That fire, that's a fire song. It's probably one of my favorite joints because I don't know, like it, like I think that's the perfect example. Like you was rapping your ass off, but in the chorus, it was just so chilled. It was like I don't know, I can't really explain. It was musicality into it. Then you had the little, I don't, I don't even know what you call. It. I guess like a, a final pre-bridge before, you know, at towards the end when you're sampling. Right. I don't know who that sample was. I've always wanted to ask you that because it was in my head. Like, it yeah, was, it's uh, actually uh, a pretty famous sample. It's uh, the dream. Shawty is the chick. Oh, you know, it shit, was that's a, It was time yet, but we just. Oh, like, shit's so dope. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of my favorite like love songs. You know what I mean? Like, Shawty's a dime. It's like how that goes. And I was when I sampled that, I was thinking like, okay, how would it sound if. Uh, if that was a, like a breakup song or like a heartbreak song and like she isn't like shorty's the shit but it's like she like i fucked it up you yeah. know what i mean so oh, kind of like flip the meaning on it all right yeah dog, you just cured one of my like that's like uh the when people want to ask lloyd is it she's fine two or five two and shit like that was my that was that for me i was like what the fuck is that sample i couldn't i went through like mad r&b songs trying to figure out what it was so I'm, i got it it's the dream and he was like somebody i did not think of so sorry right. dream my bad <laughs> uh, yeah don't, don't don't sue me bro no facts facts definitely don't sue and if you sue you a hater because that's on fire if it was <laughs> bad then sue but uh no and then i heard you on like you speak of avocado ruin your day you know these volumes are really getting grand attention i think it was so genius for him to put it in the intermission between these pay-per-views like i think i tweeted out the song with you and pass uh is it it's, yeah chameleonaire right is that your that's that let's let's be honest let's be honest how was this a competitive thing because i felt like you came in second verse and just got passed the fuck out of here i know that's your guy you think so bro that's crazy <laughs> i think the the way i think about it is like this like we did that song funky right um yeah it has a video for it out and like a lot of people say i got passed on that one so then uh, Pat came back with this chameleonaire shit. And I feel, I don't know. I feel like he kind of got me on this one. But, like, I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, so, but, like, he, he went crazy on this song. We performed that shit live the other night. And, like, the whole building fucking erupted. No one had ever heard this song before either. But, like, that shit, that beat just kind of when that dropped. But, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's like a friendly competitive thing with Pat. Like, because he's literally one of my favorite rappers, like, in the world so it's oh like having the pleasure of working with him always pushes my pen you know what i mean yeah no he's dope the whole animal planet like that shit that tandem that group that they like i've said before like those two you got ill mac daylight b dot like the west really aren't just producing really dope mcs on the battle rap side like i've really thoroughly enjoyed all of their music so far but yeah man you got them the fuck out of here i ain't gonna lie i feel like the the uh the one you're talking about before, I felt like that was much closer than than this. Okay. One. I feel like you came out, and maybe I know it's kind of like a cheat code. The second guy gets the whole beat breakdown and shit. Like, right, right, right. But no, nah, no, nah, you was crazy. Who who made that beat? That wasn't was that Chase Moore beat or somebody else? No, uh, me and Chase. I, I like I just moved real close to Chase, so me and Chase got a lot of shit coming. But that is my uh, my main producer, Will Randolph of Fifth. Everyone should go fuck with him, but. He's uh he's super dope, but yeah, that's off that B-list celebrities album that's coming like maybe in the next couple months or so, um and uh, that that shit that the the reason it's titled Chameleonaire is because every song is named after like a different B-list celebrity on the album, so it's gonna be like seven different B-list celebrities represented 
throughout it. That's fire. That's kind of like the concept. Uh, what's her name? Um, Rhapsody kind of had when she was like naming all these black powerful women. Each song was like Oprah. Yeah. You know, that shit. Yeah, so fuck. Fire. I thought of that idea before that, and then I heard that Rhapsody album. I was like, wow, this is like great minds think alike. Luckily, it's different. Where she hers is more like paying homage to like powerful women and minds like y'all can be like celebrities. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely like great minds for sure. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Yeah, I, I had to talk to you about your music, and I had to get into that bag. But, um, yeah, the transition into battle rap, this year has been a really good year for you. Like, I think one of the more underrated battles were, was you and, uh, versus XL that um happened. Was that, that was Town Business 1, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, Going into that battle, did, did you feel like the underdog going into that one? Because I feel like XL kind of got, his name got this weight of being just this really monstrous pen. And, you know, being with Team Hami affiliated and things like that. Like, how did you feel going into that? Did you feel like it was a chip on your shoulder or not really? That's a good question. Um, I think on one hand, he was the overdog considering his history and his name being a little bigger. On mm -hmm. the other hand, I was home and it was almost like set up for like, you know, me in the Bay Area is like a little bit of a cheat code, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But then the the kind of the chip on my shoulder was really that I battled Brick Belby like a year and a half earlier than that, right? That's a fact. One I of remember. the top five KOTD battles of the year um, at uh, of 2017, I think. So so uh, you know that's 2017, right? Town Business One was this year. So yeah. I didn't battle for a year and a half, um, and I think the chip on my shoulder is like come like this is the plate I've been deserved. You know what I mean? Like y'all been sleeping on me. Like Gully Gannick went by. You know, people ducked me like it. I think I think it was like more like, OK, I'm home. This is my time to finally make my mark and like make these motherfuckers understand like yeah. the plates I deserve. Yeah. And that was a good battle the, after the reception that you got after that. People were like, yo, that was a really dope battle. And I don't know the names, like what type of names were offered to you before we like get into the thesaurus battle. Were there any other notable names that may have, you know, maybe thrown their name into the hat or maybe was presented to you by King of the Yeah. Dark. So the Thesaurus battle is interesting because me and Thesaurus were not supposed to battle each other. You know what I mean? They basically, me and him were just so ducked by the end of the process that they just put us up against each other. Because mm. for me, I was originally supposed to battle, they tried Jim's, they tried uh, Loso. Who else they try? Uh, they tried... They tried uh, cheddar cheese. Um, they tried shuffle <laughs> tea. Shuffle tea would have been crazy. So they tried a bunch of people before Thesaurus and me ended up locking in. Mm. Um, and Thesaurus got ducked by a lot of people too. But by, but by the time we locked in, it was like, all right, let's just like do some shit for the Bay Area and just make a good battle so we both end up on the cards. That was fire. And that was a dope battle. One of the stand I can't even say one of the standout battles, honestly. I'm gonna be real with you because there were so many battles that stood out to me. Like even battles right. even battles that I was like, I don't know, active and bricks, that that was fire. Like so I'm like, damn, man, like that was an overall to me, I know Smack Volume Five just happened. That's up there, but I feel like Town Business being a two day event and not really letting me down much, like that's still the best card by a by a hair, by a small margin. Um, just being a part of that card, I know it meant a lot. Going against the Soros, though, when I always ask people this, when you go against guys that are legends, 
does that do you change your approach a little bit like writing wise like okay this is a legend he's going to legends or, or guys of that stature tend to be more than just one dimensional so does that force you right you're naturally like more than one way though but does that mm-hmm. force you force you to kind of okay i gotta up the ante a little bit or do you think it's better yeah. just yourself well see that's 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 that, that's a two-sided answer because at one point it's like okay i'm battling the source like this dude's a legend so much has been said about him like he's had 166 battles like i have to be supremely creative and i feel like that's luckily one of my strengths like thinking outside the box and using angles that have never been done before but it was hard with him i had to really push my pen in that way and then in the whole other sense is just like everyone i battled like xl bricks like these guys are punchers like the source is going to attack me personally you know what i mean yeah. so i had to i had to think in a new way of like all right i I might have to turn up the meanness a little bit you know because xl and brick i was funny and i was clever but for thesaurus i was like okay this fool's gonna try and end my career i gotta turn up that that douchebag energy and just kind of be mean back (laughs) yeah you was ferocious like you was like up in his grill telling him about his history and i'm like damn this i thought weren't you a fan at one point like i I said right that shit was crazy man I, i think uh but I still think you had fun in there, like, even though there was moments, like, even, yeah. like, when you tried to do the rebuttal and you was like, all right, that was trash, and you got back into the <laughs> bag. Um, yeah. A- after that battle, like, your name was, was, like, ringing all weekend, pretty much. Um, my question to you now is, is the chain within reach? I'm, you're so much, you got so much going on, like, you're, so, you're successful with music, and I just, right. t- by your marketing and everything outside of that, is the chain... Uh, I guess a biggest. Let me word it like this: Is it as important to you as it as some might make it be to other people? Like, let's say an A ward or a pass. Are you are you hungry for it like they are, or not really? That's a good question, man. And like, first of all, I, before I even answer this, like, it's a hella honor every time I'm on KOTD stage. Like, when I was just starting to rap, like I was a huge fan of KOTD. So like. When I, it's never any disrespect to KOTD because every time I step on their platform, I never think I'm too big for it. Like it's more like, oh shit, I'm on KOTD. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, but in terms of the chain, it's just like, just personally, like I'm not creatively motivated by battle rap enough to ever go for that. In the sense of like, if I have like you know, twelve months in a year, a battle is a month and a half. Or it's really a month, but it's like a fucking time and energy and giving. Like when I battle. I'm not like one of these DNA or like people who like can just do a battle and just, you know, write it in a week. Like I put my all into it. So mm-hmm. that's a month of my life just consumed by that creatively. And like Ilmac will tell you the same shit, same with past. It's like, it's impossible to write music when you're in that battle mind state. Cause then you start getting, it, it affects you that toxic energy. You know what I mean? You start writing too many lyrical miracles in the studio when you're in battle mode. So I think for me, it's like, the battle with uh, having the chain or even going for it would just be too much in my life when I'm like, my music has, is, is taking steps. Like I'm taking my music full time this year mm-hmm. and just planning on uh, doing com- more comedy sketches, like that white battle rapper thing that I put out. So just all that stuff combined is more creatively interesting to me than doing like five battles a year. But I would love to keep going up the KOTD, you know, ladder, keep getting bigger names because I don't think the chain is a realistic goal. Mm, wow that's very honest and transparent i respect that and and i think that's what another thing in us as media we have to kind of realize because you'll see people tweet like why isn't this person 
for this chain or why isn't this person on this league? Everybody's motivation isn't the same. And we have to start kind of acknowledging that and respecting that. And, um, no, so you saying that it kind of speaks to what I've been saying, like, um, yo, why this person, like, maybe that person wants to chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, you know, it's, right. it doesn't mean he's getting, I guess the word politic or getting dicked out of a situation. Maybe he, you know, or she took themselves out of that situation because that's not what they're in it for. So I, I'm so exactly. glad, so glad you spoke about that. Um, speaking of different leagues, are you just solely focused on only doing work with King of the Dot? Are you, uh, are you willing? Are you open to the not just the big leagues, but just any league? I battle TV, which is like really making waves, having a really great year, right, right. And, and just leagues about because I'm I'm kind of I, I'm I, I'm Mr. Watch everything, so I'm not just focused on the big three leagues. Like I'm talking premier battles over overseas. I think that'd be fire to see you over there against like a shoddy or a shocks the rebel or some shit. Like like how open or how much do you want to? like kind of go elsewhere in 2020 a great question man um uh fucking sorry oh mac calling me let me text that fool um, what up mac <laughs> yeah should i just merge him in <laughs> talk shit? Nah. Um, so yeah def- definitely definitely agree with you like but i miss to watch everything too like i love that rap in all its forms from yes. from the uk to fucking australia to the philippines uh, but yeah, I think you're right, bro. Like the U battling in the UK has always been a dream of mine. Like that's number one on my, on my battle rap things I haven't done is battling mm, in the UK. So dope. I would love to battle in the UK this year, whether it's premier, whether King of the Dot does some shit out there. Um, that's number one. Number two, definitely I battle RVE type, some, something like that would be, I'd be interested in that. I know Ace Amin was calling me out on, uh, on Twitter trying to get me to battle him on iBattle, which is, uh, which would be a crazy battle. I don't even know if I would fucking win that shit. That, that dude's crazy. Um, I know he just fucked up, but he, yeah, no, he's I, I got you. I got you two, one clear. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. All right. You got it. All right. And then, uh, but then I, I talked to KG, the poet actually during the hollow Danny shit. He, we linked, uh, I, I said what up to him and he's like, we got to get you over here. So, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty focused on KOTD. That's my number one priority. But mm-hmm. if like, uh, if it arose to do a PG on URL in a way, it was, it was an opponent that I was inspired by and thought was good. I think I'd be interested in that just, just to do it, you know. That'd be fire. Like some names, I personally, I would love to see you against like an Eddie I or a Mad Flex or like in the UK, mm-hmm. Unanimous is one of my favorites over there. Like. Like, Me and you, Nan, would be hard. That would be fire, bro. Like, I I don't know. Like, oh, man, I can go on and on about that. But, yeah, that's definitely good. So, wait, you got music next year planned. Like, or when is the break period when you're going to, like, kind of shut down from battle rap to lock in on your music? Honestly, this this actually, I realized this recently. Because, to me, battle rap was always a stepping stone to music. Mm-hmm. But then I think, when I think about it, it's like, why would I ever stop? You know, why would I stop battling? Like, I love the culture, no matter what, I'm going to be watching it. So it's like, I'm not going to be some dude who just uses up all the batter at fans and then just like get forever. Like to me, it's like this, like I'm, I'm, I'm signing a deal. Um, I guess this is actually the first time I told anyone this, but I'm signing a little music deal uh, with Zion I and his label coming up and uh, distributing through empire and Mm. Zion is one of, one of Zion I's favorite things about me was my batter at fans. You know what I mean? So in like in in the 
in the olden days of the industry, it's like, oh, you a bad rapper? Like, you, you don't, we don't want you in the industry. Nowadays, like, the whole industry fucking fell apart and collapsed on itself. And it's like, however you got fans, however you're going to get these streams, it's cool with us. You know what I mean? So having this fan base as, as loyal as they are, you know what I mean, is a good thing. To, to the music industry now. So to me, I think I'll always find a way to meld the two. Um, I just need to take breaks in between my battles because that shit takes a lot of energy. But as long as I'm doing that, I don't see why I'd stop. That's good, man. That's good to hear, man. I'm, like, you're you're balancing it pretty well, better than most. So salute to you. Yo, it, and this question just came to me. I don't even have this written. Is If you had to pick somebody that you haven't worked with doing like actual music with in the battle rap scene yet, who would it be? Someone I'd want to do music with on the battle scene? Yeah, like, yeah, a battle rapper that you haven't linked up with to do some real music with. Who would it be? Actually, you just uh, you just said the person. I don't think I'd want to battle him, but I'd love to do music with Eddie I. I think that'd be Eddie fun. Eddie I is nice on the music uh, shit, too. That'd be fire. Yeah, I've been doing a lot with Ilmac and Chase just because they're like my neighbors out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Ilmac and Pass are kind of my, two of my favorites. Let's see, who else makes fire music in the battle rap game? Um, B dot. I want to do some shit with B dot. B dot's fire. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. I think. Uh, I know. Him. Oh, oh, and Lunar C in the UK. I want to fuck with him. I think his like whole vibe of his music is tight to me. Lunar C. Okay, I'm I'm thinking about Mooney from the Philippines. My bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I know what you're talking about. No, he's dope too. I heard a snippet of him. Maybe even Shoddy. Like Shoddy. Shoddy makes dope music too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, man. Look, man, I appreciate your time, brother. I'm looking forward to what you got next. And, um, oh, one more thing is my last question about your marketing, because I think this is so important, the way you promo, like you said, the, the shit, <laughs> the, the, the vid with you and Hollow, like the, th- the way you use Twitter <laughs> with the snippets. Like, just talk about the type of bag you in when it comes to that. Like, how important is that to your brand? And, like, did you have, did somebody come to you and say, yo, you got to start doing this more? Or you just, like, made a concerted effort, like, this is how it should be done? That's a good question, man. Um, I've just always been, like, into making funny shit. Like, ever since a kid, I've been making skits and shit. And it's like, battle rappers have this talent, bro, like, that many people don't realize. Like, I, I auditioned for a while and now with Hollow. And, um, really? Didn't me- know that. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Neither of us got it. Uh, no one got it from the L.A. audition, actually. Um, but but we both auditioned for a while now. Um, it's a funny story. But regardless, what I realized in those auditions is battle rappers are able to have this talent that most comedians, actors don't have. We're, we're, we know how to perform in high-pressure situations. The ones who can freestyle, we know how to think on our feet. Mm-hmm. and we know how to create comic moments in battles with timing and stuff like that. So I think battle rappers really are built for, like, doing skits and shit. So I always try and do it, and now that I'm in L.A., like, fucking with Hollow, Geechee, Ilmac, Avocado, all these people who I consider really talented, it's like I'm going to keep doing these skits and funny videos um, because I think that's important, first of all, like you're saying, for your battle rap brand. Like, keep your name alive, keep people talking about you, people wanting to see you booked loving your personality but even on a deeper level just because battle rappers have that talent and we we can use this talent all we want all day 
to bring each other down and battle rap each other and fucking lyrically assassinate each other. But we can also use that shit in other ways and other avenues that builds our brands even bigger. Like Geechee posted that clip from the white battle rapper movie and that shit, he said that shit got twice as many likes as it did when he posted battle clip. It's because people like seeing battle rappers succeed in a new arena where they're doing something new and different, you know? Yeah, cause uh, yeah, I agree with that. Cause as much uh, like divisiveness sometimes that bad rap can show, when like even when the BET awards, like everybody came together and like prop, you know, the battle was the battlers up that was a part of that. So yeah, like it's definitely still a close knit family to want to see others succeed in other avenues outside of battle rap. So I definitely agree with that. And you're one of the you're definitely one of the leading uh, forces in that just marketing whole brand dna definitely has a big part in that too so salute to him for that too but yeah man like frack this has been a pleasure man i thank you for less like giving me your time for a bit to talk about things just not just battle rap music branding and just you know what i'm saying your your trips and your travels and places you want to see like i like interviews like this man it was really fun and hopefully i can have you on sometime in the future bro yeah, man, uh, you're you're a real fan. You know, you know what you're talking about. So anytime you want to talk shit, hit me up, bro. Yeah, let everybody know where to find you, bro. All right, man. Add me at Frack the Person, F R A K the Person on Instagram and Twitter. Um, follow my YouTube Frack Music, and uh, me and Avocado are uh, working on a video this week. After that, B List Celebrities is coming out soon. So before any other battles on the horizon, I'm gonna drop that album. So keep your eyes peeled, internet. Yes. Yes, definitely check out this music. It's quality shit, man. I know people listen to this and be like, yo, for real, is it dope? Because people <laughs> do that all the time. I'll be like, yo, I'm not just going to vouch for it just because somebody's on here. So people right. definitely take a listen to it after they ask me off the air. So, yeah, trust me. Don't hit me up. Just take my word for it. As you listen, go check out his shit, man. It's really good stuff. Frack, thank you. I want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. Shout out again to the sponsors at 420 Brand Clothing. Uh, to Vicky, uh, Vic, Victoria, excuse me, I'll be calling her Vicky, Victoria, and to my man Joey for always hitting me up with the merch and shit. Thank you guys. And we have more things coming up. The Battle Rap Roundup, where I'm doing three guests. It might be, you know what I'm saying, a Cortez or a Ward or things like that. Hey, I might even have Frack on one of them shows, man. The Battle Rap Roundup, where we just have an open dialogue. Just I'm just in the back letting them do their thing. And we're just having discussions about several different topics. I'm going to have a new one next week. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. See you. And as always, keep it battle rap. Love.